Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is the big question of the show that gives you too much information about how to clean up any mess without leaving a trace. That's right, your mother will never know that you broke the lamp that's been passed down in your family for generations. All you have to do is enlist the help of several government agencies and pass a few laws through Congress. Easy peasy. Getting things through Congress is, is, is always super easy. There's no problems Flies at all. Flies right through Congress. Flies, Flies right, right through. through. It's like there's soap on the ground. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> um... <laughs> My name is MT, and I'm here today with off-screen producer Brandon. What's going on, Brandon? Hello, MT. I definitely broke a family heirloom and never told my mom about it, but she must mo know by now. She must have figured it out and <laughs> uh, just took pity on me. Mom, if you're watching this, I'm so sorry. Brandon's mom, if you're watching this, he didn't do it. Um, we, actually, we should keep up the illusion, because uh, <laughs> oh, it's okay. been this long, so it's like, might as well come in. He didn't do it, all right? Uh, I saw him, I was with <laughs> I him that day. We were, all, we were watching Iron Man together. Uh, don't even yeah. worry about it. MT's my lawyer. He's a very good lawyer. What's our big question for today, Brandon? Well, MT, with the disillusion of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MCU following the revelation, it had been infiltrated and influenced by agents of <gasps> HYDRA. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie. Did I let Nazis in my government agency? Uh, Fairly uh, it happens. <laughs> but they... They took down S.H.I.E.L.D., so now we've really lacked a centralized federal force to oversee superhuman activities. We got to mm. keep those heroes in check, right? So, yeah, mm. S.W.O.R.D. is on the rise for sure, but their concerns appear to be more Omega level and less like day to day. Right. You know, they're, not, they're right. not busting stuff on the streets. They're worried about putting robots back together and hanging out in space and, and flip flops <laughs> and uh, drinking Mai Tais. Uh, but it all leads us to this week's big question. How does the DODC work within the U.S. government of the MCU? Mm, okay, the Department of Damage Control. Mm, all right. Yeah. We've seen a lot yes. of the Department of Damage Control, better known as the DODC in the MCU lately. Most notably, Agent P. Cleary was shown in both Spider-Man No Way Home and Miss Marvel investigating the abilities and activities of both Peter Parker and Kamala Khan. But the mm -hmm. DODC has been in the MCU for much longer than that. In fact, it's been there since the very beginning of the MCU, way back during the events of the first Iron Man film. But what exactly does the department control and how much power do they actually have? And how have they changed over the years? Let's see if we can try and figure all of that out together, my beautiful nerd babies. Shall we do it? Shall we? I think Let's we shall. Do it. Let's, Let's go. do it. Let's do it. Let's go back, back to the beginning. See that? That was a some uh, Hillary Hillary Duff. Was that Hillary Duff? I think it's Hillary Duff. Um, uh, the song stuck in my cranium. Somewhere. I don't. I don't own all of Hillary Duff's albums. <laughs> I don't have a Hillary Duff shrine under my bed. What? The Department of Damage Control was originally not its own autonomous federal department. In fact, it started as just a team within Shield. Agent Phil Coulson first references the team during the Iron Man film set in 2009. And apparently the damage control team wasn't even that much of a secret because before Tony's now infamous I Am Iron Man press conference, you can see on a TV a news crawl mention that the damage control officials would be issuing a full report on the duel of Los Angeles within a few days. So as much Which as Which is crazy. I never knew I never knew that that battle between Iron Man and Ironmonger had like an official name. The Duel of Los Angeles. I mean, I mean we I talk about like... the Battle of New York all the time. <laughs> the Duel of Los Angeles is where it all began. I didn't know it was official. I feel I mean like if all this crazy stuff is gonna happen in the MCU, I feel like every event has like a crazy name. It's like the Duel of Los yeah. Angeles, the great yeah, yeah. ant battle of where Antony died. <laughs> 
the, the San Francisco Ant Chronicles, right? When they're going through the streets or whatever. But I, if, if you guys haven't seen the first Iron Man in a long time, go back and watch it again. It's crazy how much gets set up in that first movie. And they had no mm. idea what was coming. They didn't even know. They threw Samuel L. Jackson at the end as like a joke. Like, yeah, we'll just give him a little thing in the end. I mean, he says, he says the Avengers initi initiative, which is a little strange. It's crazy how much gets set up in that. And yeah, it's like almost a throwaway line that Coulson has. And they put that little thing on the news crawl. Uh, you right. know, they, there's so many weird little things hidden in that movie that come back later in the MCU. It's crazy. It's great. Even a, a Roxxon mention, uh, which is going right. to sure become huge in the next few years. Oh, yeah, bro. I, if Roxxon does not show up in Thor Love and Thunder, I will be shocked because like, mm. OK, my God, you like, think it's those Asgardians are all about energy and like they have all that Bifrost energy. Oh, OK, like. And also, I feel like King Valkyrie has access to the Odin Force, which the Roxxon probably wants a little bit of. It's like, hmm. Let me get some right. of that. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to see rocks on. And, I, I, yeah, I do love how Kevin Feige was thinking a million steps ahead from the jump, from the first film. He was like, let's set up shield. Let's set up right. damage control. Let's get freaking Samuel Jackson with his beautiful bald <laughs> head at the end of the movie. It's going to, oh, man, like, he is the ultimate 4D chess master. Oh, he is. And such a fanboy. I mean, Sam Raimi talked about during the Spider-Man movies, he was like, let's get Wolverine in here. Let's uh, let's throw in some other characters. I mean, they have the Doctor Strange mention in Spider-Man. Like, he was right, trying so right. hard to get this stuff in these movies. He's, like, very smart about it all. And, yeah, you're right, MT. We know Roxxon is going to be in, big in the future, right? We saw that in Loki. They're, they're a big part of Earth's culture in the future. They become, they become like, big. So mm. they got to show up soon. They got to show up soon. So, yeah. So as much as S.H.I.E.L.D. might have been a secret organization at the time, their damage control team was not that much of a secret, it seems. I think they were kind of like a known government agency, but no one knew what they really did. They just had, like, very high-level clearance. And they'd roll into right. town and be, like, very mysterious about it. Like, we saw that in Thor, right? They kind of roll into New Mexico, and everyone's like, who are these guys? Like, they must be somewhat known within the universe already, even before all this superhuman stuff starts happening. Well, like, we do know that, um, you know, Captain Marvel was on the scene in the 90s. And so, like, she started right. making some damage at the time. So maybe Captain Marvel was <laughs> the reason it was <laughs> making a little bit of damage. That blockbuster yeah, definitely yeah. needed a damage control team, um, for sure. Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but, Shield certainly existed, right? Because Samuel or uh, Nick Fury was working for S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's probably like holdover from, uh, you know, we know that it's a holdover from what the SSR was, right? And they knew right. way back in the day that there were things like the Tesseract and, uh, you know, there were powerful forces out there. So S.H.I.E.L.D. was always around kind of operating at this high level. And people knew about them. I'm sure like other government agencies knew about S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of senators always knew because they were like, where's all this money going? Why do we need S.H.I.E.L.D.? And they'd take a couple of them to an office and be like, there's aliens out there. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Much like Area 51. Release the aliens. Let them out. <laughs> Free the aliens. What are you doing? Jesus Christ. Aliens. Aliens I'm going to Naruto run at that wall and get those aliens <laughs> out of Area 51. It's the only way to dodge the bullets, Brandon. The Naruto run. It's the only way. So editors, please edit Brandon Naruto running, please. <laughs> 
I'll send you my home footage of it. <laughs> my home footage. It wouldn't be long before this damage control team became more powerful because in 2012, following the Jatari attack on New York in the first Avengers film, we learn that the Department of Damage Control now exists. When director Ho comes in to stop Adrian's tomb's crew from cleaning up after the Battle of New York, and she references Executive Order 396B as placing all cleanup operations falling under the DODC jurisdiction and creates a new villain in the process. Yeah, way to go, lady. Without the Department of Damage Control, we wouldn't have Vulture and the Tinkerer and Shocker 1 and Shocker 2. Ah, <laughs> uh, my guys, we got, I got a whole crew here. We got families. You can't, you can't take this job away from us. We need this job. <laughs> we need this job, little, man. That was a little John Travolta, I think. That was a little, uh, <laughs> welcome back, Connor. Yo, Mr. Gata, we need this job. Imagine all these, John Travolta all of our fans. was Vulture. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, Spider-Man. I need this job. Come on. What last you gonna take job, my daughter to prom? Yo, Peter, you gonna take my daughter to prom? What's going on? Who's crazy? He opens the door and it's John Travolta, but he's Peter's just shocked it's John Travolta and not that he's he's Vulture. It's like, oh my god, it's John Travolta. I mean, John Travolta kinda is Vulture. He's a pilot. He knows how to fly. He's flying up there in the sky right now. We never know it's where true. he's got a he's At got the a, end of Greece, a, a runway. They went right into the sky. <laughs> He flew a car into the sky. He's got a runway that leads right to his house. Like he he can he can leave his front door, get on his plane, and fly somewhere. He is the vulture. Yo, we got he's that's bald baller. now. He's bald. He's MT has become the vulture. We gotta stop him. <laughs> he's slowly becoming. He's he's assembling he's a team at the end of Morbius. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we cracked the case. And this show shows us that the DODC falls under the executive branch of the government. And if you need a civics refresher, our U.S. government has three branches. The judicial branch, which covers courts and evaluates laws. The legislative branch, which covers Congress and makes the laws. And the executive branch, which covers the president, their cabinet, and most of the federal agencies tasked with carrying out the laws. And that's how the government works. And they all get along, and there's no problems, and they treat us with respect. There's never any problems at all. <laughs> also, so if the DODC is an executive agency, it means it was set up by the President of the United States. Mm -hmm. And then, at some point, the President can ask Congress to pass some laws to give the DODC some authority. Um, and it's probably very similar to how the Department of Homeland Security was set up in our world. Because following the events of uh, September 11th, President Bush created the Office of Homeland Security to coordinate a comprehensive national strategy. Then Congress passed the Aviation and Transportation Security Act, which formally turned the Department of Homeland Security into a cabinet-level department. MTA, it created the TSA, and hasn't them been great for all of us? Taking our shoes off at the right? airport, putting all of My our God. liquids into tiny little bottles, never taking My nail files onto an airplane ever again. It's been great. No problem. Dude, like I had no to notes. go on the internet to see uh, feet. Now I don't have to. I just have to go to the a TSA <laughs> oh line and wait for someone to take their shoes off. <laughs> There's nothing more dis disrespectful than that little, the benches after the TSA where everyone's tucking their shirt back in, putting their belts and shoes on. What's happened to us? In my day, you used to be able to walk right up to the airplane. Uh, you can kiss your loved ones goodbye right on the tarmac. They'd let you go in and shake the pilot's hand. You could push all the buttons on the plane. They didn't care. You could sit on the outside of the plane if you wanted to. We all inflated our vest inside the plane and put on the oxygen mask and had a party. You could eat steak on a plane with knives and forks. It was great. 
But you are right, MT. Like the uh, the government creates these depart, like the president can create a department, uh, and then like Congress can like vote to give that department like power. And then right. you know the president has a cabinet, right? We're all familiar with the cabinet, uh, and only two people on the cabinet serve at the discretion of the president. The rest he has to like nominate someone, and they get like approved by the Senate to like be on right. the cabinet, right? So it's kind of a mix of while like most of the departments are executive fall under the executive branch, they get their laws and their power from the legislative branch. That's how like a bicameral government works. That's how we checks and balances, baby. Uh, that's yes. how it all works. But it is interesting to think because within the MCU, they kind of had the same history as America, right? And then right. President Ellis became the 45th president uh, within the MCU, meaning Obama yes. was the 44th president in the MCU. And I think the way this lines up, Obama set up the Department of uh, Damage Control. Uh, he kind mm. of made them autonomous because he would have been president during the attack on New York uh, when all this right. happened. He still would have been president because we know Ellis is president during the events of like Iron Man 3 uh, and during right. a lot of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. But I'm pretty sure Obama created the Department of Damage Control. But he sets up the <laughs> DODC. And then he's like, I'm done. Goodbye. You're on your own. And then Ellis takes over and he's done an okay job. I don't know. I don't know. He's not, not been the best president for the MCU. I mean, he had a super villain of a vice president um, who, got, who made, he got him kidnapped in Iron Man 3. So uh, I don't know about that. It happens. <laughs> Basically just another day at the office. It happens. I mean, like, it well, happens. the vice president had a daughter that needed help from the extremist project. So I guess it makes sense. Or yeah. granddaughter. You I don't know, know. It happens. Hey, as Spiro Agnew tried to get Nixon kidnapped, it's okay. It's okay. Ah, it just, it just, man is flawed. You know, it, <laughs> it happens. happens sometimes. It happens. A big old whoopsie, just like having Hydra in your whole ass shield. But yeah, it would make sense that following an alien attack on U.S. soil, that the president and the U.S. government would want to have more control and authority, especially over any leftover alien technology. And since S.H.I.E.L.D. has failed to stop it, it's likely the executive branch in Congress wanted more oversight into how the activities of superhumans would be handled. And while they handled the big jobs like cleaning up after the Battle of New York, and they also showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to clean up after an attack by the Watchdogs in Naperville, Illinois. And it was probably smart that the government separated the damage control from S.H.I.E.L.D. because, as we learned in Captain America Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually infested with Hydra. Whoops! Don't, don't do that. Whoopsie. Uh, you gotta, Whoopsie. You gotta... <laughs> whoever was the hirer, uh, whoever did the job hiring for uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. immediately needs to get fired. You're done. You're done. Or it's probably Hydra themselves. I mean, um, HR, HR might've been Hydra. That's the problem. That's what the H stands for in HR. Hydra recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> HR. Yeah. Um, they should have, but they should have <laughs> known something was up with HR when there was a sign that showed up in the S.H.I.E.L.D. office that was like, if you don't clean out the fridge on Fridays, we will execute you. <laughs> That's how you know there's a problem. That's how we you will know. execute too you. Extreme. Hail too extreme. Too extreme, smiley face. Hail Hydra. Yeah, it's the little octopus with a smiley face. Hail Hydra. <laughs> a cute smiley face. Just like, just being super cute. It's like, oh, we'll execute you, no big deal. But while S.H.I.E.L.D. was dismantled, the DODC lived on. In fact, we learned that they were tasked with cleaning up the blown up helicarriers and the Triskelion following that battle. What is going on? Damage control. They're still cleaning up from when Captain America took down those skycraft carriers for no reason. Which, you know, I guess would make sense considering that's a whole lot of mess. A whole lot of mess. 
had to deal with. Whole lot of mess. And since she was no longer in charge of all things superhuman, it would make sense that the DODC would grow in their authority. And it's no surprise that we saw them in Spider-Man No Way Home since they had to deal with Spider-Man before. We see them cleaning up after the robbery at Queens Community Bank that Spider-Man stopped um, and got a whole ass convenience store <laughs> blown up. But luckily, the cat survived. Yeah. I don't know how the cat did that, but uh, I would like to think that that cat's a flurkin. Hey, uh, secret flurkin. Nine lives. Nine lives. <laughs> oh, secret flurkin confirmed. Flurkins have uh, 18 lives. That's, that's what makes them special. But by the time we see them in No Way Home, set in 2024, they are with the cops that arrest Peter Parker at his home. And so they're no longer just doing cleanup. They're just arresting teenagers um, and ignoring people's rights, which Aunt May and Mary <laughs> they Jane- They love arresting oh, teenagers. <laughs> it's their favorite yeah. thing to do. Miss Marvel's movie saw Miss Marvel, they were like, oh boy, it's the best thing in the world. Arresting more Another teenager. Another teenager. <laughs> they don't arrest him, I guess. They bring him in for questioning, right? Yes. But again, like they love questioning teens without a lawyer. Like you said, Seriously. we see Miss Marvel, like when they're invest they're they're interrogating Zoe. It's like teens, learn your rights. Get a lawyer. I don't care what Seriously. the DOT says. Never, Never speak without a lawyer. Why do you want a lawyer? If... I have nothing to hide. Exactly. Unless I'm actually guilty of something. Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of your tactics and my rights. Just answer my questions. Do not speak to any cop or anybody without a lawyer. Like they'll try to tell you that you have to talk yeah. to them. You don't have to talk. You don't have to say shit. Stick to the script. Why did you pull me over? Establish that stop. I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained or am I free to go? If detained, you say I invoke the fifth and then you shut the f up. Do not say time. anything without a lawyer. No. Sorry, that's just general, just good advice. Um, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so they're no longer just doing cleanup. They have investigative authority now. And we saw the stack of files that Agent P. Cleary had on our boy Pete. So uh, you saw that stack of files that Agent P. Cleary had on our boy Pete. Like they're doing, they do their homework on these people. And they also show up at Happy Hogan's apartment after J. Jonah Jameson tipped them off. That snitch! Come and get your snitch! I can't even believe you. Just, How dare you. just do your job as a How reporter. You. Why you gotta call the cops, you freaking weirdo? They only had a, a lizard in their van. Nothing to see here, please! Yeah, right. They were like, I saw that lizard in there, like, no thank you. Uh, yeah, they, they've been going after Spider-Man for a while, right? That, like, that was probably their number one target. They're like, we gotta catch this spider menace. Like, he's doing all this mm. stuff. They've been watching him for a while. Yeah, it, it is interesting to see how much they've grown in their authority. Because you're right, MT. Without S.H.I.E.L.D., there's no one doing this work. And we see the, you know, in Miss Marvel, they reference the FBI. So, like, the FBI still exists within the, the MCU. But they need, right. I'm sure the FBI's, the FBI's busy with all the other stuff, right? And That's they've right. set up this DODC. They're already dealing with cleaning up alien tech so they can be trusted with, like, the sensitive files. And now it's clear that Congress has given them more authority. They're able to work with the police to get warrants, to do investigations, to go. They're basically doing everything S.H.I.E.L.D. was doing before. And we now know that, like, they're really tracking superhumans and they're on the case about it and looking into it. Uh, mm. And we'll get into this a little bit, but I think it could play an important part going forward as they need mm. to find superhumans. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's uh, very interesting to see where that goes. And now they're interested in Kamala Khan as well, um, like we said before. So where do we think the DODC will go from here, Brendan? Well, I think, you know, they're going to keep having a ton of power. It's clear they've been watching people. Um, mm. They're putting together these teams or whatever. 
you know, Eric Voss has a theory, and I think it might be right that, you know, our good boy, Agent P. Cleary, he could be like a scroll. Like, they, right. that's how they're tied to S.W.O.R.D. in a weird way. Because, like, S.W.O.R.D.'s doing other stuff, but they, they probably each need to know what's going on. And if right. S.W.O.R.D.'s watching the skies, someone's got to watch the ground, right? And that's where the D.O.D. comes in. Uh, so mm. I think they're, they're really looking for the superhumans, A, in a way to, like, get ahead of them. So before they can become villains, they can just be aware of what's going on. But B, because I think things are about to change and get very interesting, and you're going to have more people with inherent abilities. Hint, hint. Their genetics Mm. get exified, and all Mm. of a sudden they need to know where all these mutants are. And I think that's what the DOC is going to do. They're going to find the mutants. We got to get these muties. (laughs) 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 yeah i think i think the dodc is eventually going to be the main force looking for mutants uh within the mcu i think it's gonna that's what they're gonna eventually get on to that would be crazy and then like the sentinel program could probably come from the d from the department of damage control from the dodc that would be bananas to set up my god that would be because they have all this alien technology They can build Sentinels, and the Sentinels get out of hand. Uh, Yeah, I would like to see uh, Sentinels that, like, just move beyond their their masters, right? Like, they're like, Mm. we don't even listen to you anymore. You gave us too much AI. We're too strong. Almost like Ultron times two. (gasps) What if Ultron... They start the Sentinel program, and Ultron infiltrates it because he's been hiding in the internet. And he's back. Surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. And it's like Ultrons and, Sen- and uh, Sentinels mixed together. Mm. Bro, either Ultron or Zola, bro. Like, those two are oh, just Oh, Zola, problems. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zola, like, he, oh, my God. Zola's an opportunist to the max. Um, but, yeah, right. my God, that would be a crazy scenario because I could totally see that happening, especially with, like, Ultron Infinity also being a factor in the MCU now. Like, he could just come back. If, like, if he loses the gauntlet, he's like, all right, now I'm just going to come yeah. in and just... Um, it breaks out of his little know. little little crystal little crystal ball crystal prism <laughs> um but yeah um all anything could happen there i would love to see that um with, uh, with right the, i would love to see sentinels come from the department of damage control but personally i think that the department of damage control could actually be a huge factor in the upcoming armor wars series because we know from spider-man homecoming oh, sure. that the damage control has a huge vault of stuff like, all this armor and technology, and, like, they're keeping it. Oh, that's a great point. And, like, why are they keep like, they're just, you're just going to keep all this stuff here just to just to sit and gather dust? I don't think so. I think that there's going to be entities that want to sell yeah. that stuff or just use it for their own ends to make weapons, um, to defend their various countries and whatnot. And they probably inherited uh, everything that S.H.I.E.L.D. had fell into the DODC's hands. So yeah, right. that whole vault is probably stuff they've collected since, but all the prior stuff that Shield had. I, I feel like the government had less control over Shield. I mean, they, they clearly were funding Shield and gave them mm. authority, but I think they've set up the DODC where now the U.S. government has much more control over what they do and what they're up to. Um, right. But I think that's not necessarily a good thing that the DODC <laughs> ha- has that tied has as much tied to the government because like the wrong person yeah. gets in charge. We could have a problem. We could have a problem. Like like Captain America said in Civil War, agendas can change. And like giving people, right? like totally. I, especially like government organizations, power in the MCU, it's just, you're giving, that's just like setting them up for having a, a really bad person be in charge and abuse that power. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'll, like, I feel like that's they're setting that up for some for some sort of thing. But like, I think that it, it's very likely that we could see them hunting mutants or uh, just inhumans or, or or any superpowered people down in the MCU. Yeah. Because um, the sure. Sokovia Accords are still in play. Like those are still a factor in the MCU. So like, we have to you know ra- round up the people that aren't following it. Um, so yeah, anyway. round them up. Uh, Round them up. But here's the question. Do they have more authority than S.W.O.R.D., our newest MCU organization? I feel like I feel like on the ground, the DODC probably has more authority. Like, I feel like S.W.O.R.D. Mm. is still kind of secretive. Like, they're... Right. You know, we saw, we saw with, like, the WandaVision hex, right? They were able to mobilize, get military units out there, set up the perimeter, shut down the town, do all that kind of stuff. But I feel like the mm. DODC probably has more like day-to-day authority. They're the ones working with the police. They're the ones right. like, like you said, like keeping files on people, keeping tabs on people. Yeah, I think S.W.O.R.D. has more secret authority. Like the, the big, again, the big <laughs> stuff. Like right. S.W.O.R.D. is probably dealing with the Tiamat or whatever. They're dealing with that problem out there. And they probably do have a more authority overall, but we don't know it yet. It hasn't been flexed yet. But as for who's flexing their authority right now, it's the DODC. They're really running for sure. the game right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And, and, and I think that S.W.O.R.D. just has a completely different jurisdiction, like, completely. It's right. just like, like, we're just monitoring, sending in weapons and stuff. Like, we're not really cleaning yeah. stuff up. So, like, we're just being nerds up here. Uh, you guys yeah. do the real um, <laughs> policing. We're just nerds up in space. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for sure. I, I feel like it's, I don't really think it's a matter of authority. I think it's just different, like, things that people do. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's how you yeah. look at like the CIA and the FBI. Like the FBI works uh, domestically. The CIA is not supposed to work domestically. They're supposed to mm. work outside the country. <laughs> they maybe have worked domestically and maybe still are. I don't want to say anything. Uh, don't come after me, CIA. You said, you said but, too uh, much, Brandon. <laughs> this is, this I will think be that's Brandon's last big question. <laughs> if you never see me again, you I didn't do why. anything. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's like S.W.O.R.D. is like outward looking and D.O.D.C. is like inward looking. And that's how it's working right now. Yes. That's how I see it. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. That's a a really good observation, Brandon. But that is the D.O.D.C. in the MCU in a nutshell. I cannot wait to see what Agent Cleary is up to because that man, mm, untrustworthy face. I'm sorry, actor. You mean Skrull? You mean Secret Skrull? Skrull, man. Mm. Ooh. My goodness, if he's part of the secret invasion, we called it. Well, Eric called it first, but like, my God, um, I would love to see it. <laughs> we get to ride his coattails. We'll ride Eric's coattails. Yes. If he's the villain of the Marvels, I would be shocked. Ooh, I'd be like, oh my God. Shocking. He that seems really angry about Kamala. He's very, I don't know. He does not seem, he doesn't like teenagers. We know that for sure. But he seems like Who he does? wants to find this. <laughs> I mean, you said it, MT. You said it. You I mean, it. stop harassing me on GTA Online, teenagers. It's not fair. I'm seriously. Thank you. I'll be ridiculous. Um, but hey, we do have a brand new latest obsession shirt up over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. It's called Cosmic Daydream, and it is inspired Ooh. by the new Miss Marvel series. Have you heard of it? Have you watched it? You should because it's freaking the best. And Kamala's dad is. The, the most wholesome man of all time. And I better see uh, many, what a, what many, a good, what a good man. Um, Papa Hulks in at cons in the future. We, we need to dress up as uh, our favorite uh, Abu. 
Ah, what a what a good what a good man. And like all of our latest obsession shirts, this shirt is limited edition and won't be available forever. And when you purchase this latest obsession shirt, you unlock the ability to get a custom shout out on Inside Marvel, our Miss Marvel After Show, hosted by Eric Voss and me, MT, the man who says random things. And this is also <laughs> your last chance to grab our Obi Wan Kenobi latest obsession shirt as well, because that's right, we have two latest obsession shirts available at the same time. I don't know how we did it. We have the technology. It's crazy. Um, it's insane. We are breaking the laws of physics. So head on over to NorakTosMerch.com right now to buy both of them. And just, you know, it's, it's an amazing way to support the channel. We really appreciate it when you do. And uh, yeah. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help bring big question to you. People like Avast. Avast is a global leader in cybersecurity for more than 30 years and trusted by over 435 million users. Have you seen that many people? That's a lot of people. Avast empowers you with digital safety and privacy, no matter who you are, where you are, and how you connect. Avast's new all-in-one solution, Avast One, helps you take control of your safety and privacy online through a range of features. Avast offers a ton of features, such as a PC speed up, which optimizes the background activity of your apps in order to speed up your PC. And they also have Smart Scan, which will find and remove viruses and resolve the most common privacy and performance issues through an optimization scan. And their award-winning antivirus will stop viruses and malware from harming your machine, which is the most important thing you can do. Just don't, we don't need viruses. We've had Protect enough of viruses machine. in 2022. Yeah, enough viruses. Protect those and machines. Down with viruses. Um, Avast One offers both free and premium options. And I like their data breach monitoring, which lets you know when you need to change passwords that may have been compromised. And sometimes those companies don't let you know your information may have been leaked, but Avast One will, which is very nice of Avast. Thank you, Avast, you're the best. And we wanna thank Avast for supporting Big Question. Avast prevents over 1.5 billion attacks every month. And with Avast One, you can confidently take control of your online world without worrying about viruses, phishing attacks, ransomware, hacking attempts, and other cybercrimes. So learn more about Avast One at avast.com. Again, that is avast.com. Avast One, thank you for sponsoring this video. You guys are amazing. Now, Brandon, it is time for our bite-sized questions. Hum, hum, num. Delicious oh, times a bite -sized for question. all. I don't know if I, oh, there's one. Oh, up on top. Oh, you got it, Brandon. Up on top. Now, Brandon. Could Hercules beat the Hulk? And this is from Blazer Raygun on Twitter. Thank you, Blazer. Ah, yes, Hercules, who we're hoping we might see in Thor, Love, and Thunder. I don't know. We got to. We got to. Come uh, on. Come we got to. Come on. Put the Herc in there. Uh, but <laughs> the question is sort of tough to say, right? You know, as mm. we know, the Hulk is pretty much unbeatable. As the, more as the more you attack him and you make him angry, the stronger he gets. The more you hurt him, the stronger he gets. You know, his body can find workarounds to, like, any problems. So if you're going to beat him, you have to kind of find like a weird little gimmick to just kind of knock him out, right? You, you never right. really beat the Hulk. You just kind of win that little battle. Subdue him. Uh, yeah, but Hercules himself is also pretty much unbeatable. Uh, if you don't know, when he was a little baby infant, he sipped some of Hera's breast milk, so he has mystical invulnerability. Uh, plus mm. he is a demigod, you know, son of Zeus. Uh, so just we had like superhuman Percy strength, mm, just like the Perseus of Jacksonus. Uh, <laughs> so he has superhuman strength, 
speed, agility, and stamina. Plus, he has an intense healing factor himself. Now, these two are both usually good guys, but they have come to blows a couple of times in the comics. You know, they always gotta find someone strong for Hulk to fight. But the fight is usually interrupted by someone or like something else happens or something weird is going on. So they're never like, I'm gonna fight you to the death. No, I'm gonna fight you to the death. It's just, just like a little skirmish. Um, right. And with most, with most battles against the Hulk, you never really beat him. Uh, you just kind of get lucky and like knock him out or something happens and he falls You just get lucky or... and don't die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, it seems like in most of the battles that Hulk and Hercules had, like Hulk ultimately wins, but like, mm. you know, sometimes Hercules, it depends on whose comic it is, right? Uh, what, whatever the story is going to be is, is what it kind of depends on. I do right. think that the Hulk can like heal faster than Hercules, right? We saw this in the MCU where like, he spits out a tooth, uh, but Banner has a tooth, all of his teeth when he's back to Banner. So it's like the tooth like grows back instantaneously, right? It's mm. like if you, we talked about this before on Big Question. If you put the Hulk underwater, he just like learns how to breathe water. It just hap or he can just hold his breath forever. So it's like Damn. he just heals too fast. Whereas I think Hercules maybe takes a little longer to heal. So I mm. think Hulk will always have the advantage there. So I think, yes, the Hercules could beat the Hulk. But I think most of the time the Hulk's going to win that fight. I think he's just so powerful. Well, I feel like um, that makes a lot of sense considering that the MCU version of Hercules wasn't trained by uh, Phil from uh, the Hercules animated movie. Um, it's true. Who who makes true heroes? Um, so hey, Disney owns them both. MT. We could see Phil in the MCU. Seriously, if oh my god, get, bring Danny DeVito inexplicably. Just put Phil yeah. <laughs> into the MCU. Live action, Hercules. live action, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Oh Danny my DeVito. God. Put the little, put Pan's legs on him. He'll be fine. Kevin Foggy, please. People will love you forever. <laughs> I mean, people already love you forever, but my God, it'll be hilarious. Um, but yeah, thank you, Brandon. That was that makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, I feel like it really depends on the, which book yeah. that people it's, are. It's, like, it's that, more that of a plot question in. than like a, a science question, right? Uh, whoever has the most plot armor is going to win that fight. Pretty much. That's how Marvel rolls sometimes. But that's comic books, baby. That's comic books, baby. Here's our second question, Brandon. You're ready for it. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Now, who is the wealthiest character in the Star Wars universe? And this is from TryHardest98 on Twitter. TryHardest, thank you. Hopefully, you're not trying too hard. Um, just settle down. Um, blood pressure doesn't need to elevate that, that high. I think we have like a few main contenders here, okay? Mm. Uh, we gotta look at like Jabba the Hutt, right? He basically controlled it. all of the large criminal activities allowed to continue under the rule of the empire. You know, he kind of made mm. a deal with the empire, they wiped out all the other huts, and uh, Jabba was left standing, and he got to run. Basically, any big time crimes that are going on, he's getting a little taste of it. So he's, he's yeah. pretty powerful, he's pretty rich, pretty liquid in mm. his assets, okay? Uh, we also have to consider Count Dooku. Okay, uh, he had a lot of family money uh, and he basically paid for most of the Separatist droid army. Like that basically came from his family. Dooku wealth. had Buku and bucks. Hmm. <laughs> Dooku has Buku, <laughs> it's true. Uh, and he also, if we remember, like uh, the Jedi Sifo uh, uh, Dias, Sifo Dias, right? He's the one who Ooh, started Sifo the Dias. clone army uh, right. and then Dooku kills him and then like kind of pretends to be him to kind of continue mm. to oversee the clone program. And I bet like some of his family money is also going to the clone program. I'm sure, you know, right. 
uh, 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 the what are they? Caminoans? Camino, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the Caminoans, like every other week, were like calling up uh, who they thought was Sifo Diaz. It turned out to be Duku. And they're like, hey, yeah, sorry. We, uh, we're going to need some more money here. These guys are really eating. They're eating a lot. Uh, we're gonna, and Duku's like paying for droids, paying for clones, overseeing this whole puppet war. And he's like, what is going on here? Uh, so he's, he's pretty rich, really. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's got to be Palpatine, right? He's, he's the money man. He's, he's the emperor. He basically has unlimited funds. He oversees everything. At one point, he's controlling both the Senate and the tra Trade Federation. They're under his control, so he could get money from whomever he wanted. And then once the empire just takes over, he basically nationalizes all the banks. So he controls the banks. Now, Vader had a lot of wealth, too, because Vader's like a very high-ranking person within the empire and has wealth. But it's only because it's what Palpatine lets him have, right? Uh, plus, True. Palpatine got all of like his former master, Darth Plagueis's money. Darth Plagueis had a lot of money too, a lot of wealth. Ooh. He just gets all that. He kills his old master, and he gets all that money. So it's Palpatine, baby. No one, no one touches Palpatine. It's got. And I don't want to hear about plus. Prince Caesar in the comics or in the comics. Okay, <laughs> they'll be bringing up Prince Caesar from Shadows of the Empire. Like he's probably rich, but he's not canon yet. He's still legends yes. for now. So until they still bring him legends. in, we can't consider him. Palpatine's the money man. Like Palpatine's so iced out that he has a big ass kyber crystal powering his Death Star. So like that's just that's, yeah. that's just he just got he ice can like afford that, to man. rebuild the Death Star. The guy's got money. The guy's got money. Right. <laughs> Three times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my God. Um, but yes. Um, thank you, Brandon. You are a genius of a man, and I appreciate you very much. But now it is time for our box of scraps. Box of scraps. Oh, baby, put him in a game with a box of scraps. They put it in a game with a box of scraps. They put it in a game with a box of scraps. Now, Brandon, if you had mm. to run a new government agency, what would you choose to oversee? Oh, I got the answer for you, MT. Okay. okay. Now, some of you might consider this part of the FDA, but we need a new department just to handle sparkling water. Someone has got to get these sparkling <laughs> waters under control, okay? The flavors have gotten too insane. We got to we got to restrict these flavors. I love my pineapple orange sparkling water. Delicious. That sounds okay. That sounds okay. Mm. But some of these have got the government has got to stop LaCroix coconut flavor. It's terrible. It's got to be it's got to be destroyed. We can't have it anymore. Is it that bad? It's that bad. It's that bad, MT. <laughs> Someone has got to oversee these sparkling waters. They need to be stopped. They're out of control. Uh, we got to get these things regulated. Now, I, I know what you're saying. The FDA, that's the FDA's job. No, no. They don't, they don't do taste. They're just, keeping, they're just making sure there's no rats inside of our sparkling waters. I, I'm going to be in charge of taste, quality, uh, and bubbleness. Some of these don't have enough bubbles. Some of them are not okay. sparkling enough. You know, but I agree. That's my department. I agree. There needs to be enough, like some some seltzer waters. You just crack it open. I'm like I'm just drinking water, like slightly, barely, barely like a little fizzes. bit. It's barely fizzing. Nah, we need to put some more bubbles. I'm gonna put, more bubbles in that. I'm gonna make sure Tapa Chico is available everywhere because it's not available in enough places. It's the best. Tapa yes. Chico, you don't sponsor us, but please, there's a Topo Chico. Please sponsor no us. No one knows. How do I say? <laughs> but uh, no, that's a good one. I like that one. The sparkling water. I feel like that. There's there's no rules. Sparkling water just running amok. So we need someone. To oversee them. It's out of control. It's out of control. <laughs> mm -hmm. But no, for me, I think I would choose, you know, if I was going to run a government agency, I would probably oversee the production of all Hollywood sitcoms. Because back in my day, Brandon, oh, okay. 
Sitcoms used to be filmed in front of a live studio audience. They don't have that anymore. It's always a laugh track. Mm. It's always just, and like back you, back in the day, you had to earn your jokes. You earn your laughs. They don't, you don't have to earn your laughs anymore. I see. I so see. when I'm in charge, I'm going to make sure every like sitcom is filmed in front of a live studio audience. If you're going to use a laugh track, no more. No more. Those days are over. Oh. I'm sorry. I just have a weird uh, passionate about this type of thing. <laughs> Empty. I hate to break it to you. I think a lot of those old shows, even when they had live studio audiences, they were still implementing a laugh track because you can't always How trust the audience you? to laugh correctly or at the right time, or maybe they're laughing weird. So there was a live studio audience, and maybe sometimes they were using it, but I think they were still tweaking it. But I like it, Empty. You're gonna make sure there's no tweaking going on. It's no be good tweaking. I want to get real laughs. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I was always confused. How uh, the Flintstones had uh, a studio audience. Like you could hear laughing when you watch the Flintstones. This is how dumb I was, MT. I was like, how are they drawing it live? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so stupid, well, MT. I feel like kids I just thought have they a were just like drawing it as fast as they could. And people were like laughing at it. I'm so dumb, MT. I'm so stupid. You're not dumb. You just had a huge imagination. I like that, man. That's totally fun. That's, that's so a ridiculous. Cute story. Or like maybe they were just like playing the Flintstones and people were laughing. It's like, no, they're just pumping it in. That's all. It is. That's all. It is. <laughs> it's all movie magic, baby. Or cartoon magic. Uh, or Flintstone magic from the prehistoric age. That's right. I don't know what I'm saying. But that is it for this episode of Big Question. Thank you. Thank you so much to Brandon. Offscreen producer Brandon for joining me on this episode. Follow him at Grin and Barrick on Twitter. You can follow me at Mastertainment on Twitter if you want to see me tweet some weird shit. And follow New Rockstars here on YouTube. And when you do, uh, hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time we upload a video. And if you got some big questions of your own, share them on our New Rockstars Discord server, but only if you are 18 years old and older. There's a link in the description, so click on that and join us today. But again, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye.